on the Wine Roads, a wine road trip that takes you to the four corners of the world to discover the most beautiful wine estates. First stop, Chile, episode 3. Further south, another valley is waiting for me, that of Colchagua. 100 kilometers away is the town of Santa Cruz, the country town of a territory covering 20,000 hectares of wine, which represents 20% of the vineyards in Chile. We can therefore say that people here live around the wine. The Colchagua Valley is a wine-growing region in full expansion. Its geographical situation stretches from the Andes to the mountainous barrier of the Pacific coast. It gives it a Mediterranean climate favoring the development of the wine. One bodega is the perfect example of the wine-growing expansion of the valley, La Viña Santa Cruz. I meet up with Andres, the manager of the vineyard. He's going to give me a tour on the 160 hectares estate, which produces its wine on the estate. It's not the case for all the bodegas in Chile. Hi, Francois. Hello. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Well, you're at La Bodega Santa Cruz. You can see what an amazing landscape we have. Magnificent. Let's visit the domain with all its different grape varieties. Shall we take a look? First we'll go down there and then higher up to see the differences in soil and climate and to understand how different vines can adapt. What do you call this type of vineyard in Spanish? A terraced vineyard. Two rows of vines on each terrace. Why two rows? To take advantage of the terrain. We can plant twice as many vines. It's a way to produce more kilos of grapes per hectare. And it's a perfectly balanced method for a maximum yield. Good. The next sector we'll visit is called the Waiko sector. In Mapuche, the local indigenous language, Waiko means avalanche or landslide. See that zone down there? That big area is called Esterololol. Initially, it was swampland. They call it that because millions of years ago it collected many layers of sediment. It's a big canyon that descends towards the Pacific, you see? So the Lolol Valley is part of the Colchagua Valley, right? Right. Here we grow Carmener vines. Carmener is a grape variety that is very powerful. It has to be planted on richer soil to accommodate its pronounced character. It certainly cannot be Merlot. No way. <laughs> Isn't there some confusion about that? Yes. But a final analysis in 1994 showed that they are two separate varieties. What we are planting now is a choice selection of Carmener. No doubt about it. Absolutely none. The north is to our left. And the south is to our right. On the northern slopes, we plant Cabernet Sauvignon, the variety that needs intense heat. 
More than Cabernet? Yes, definitely. Cabernet will resist the highest temperatures under direct sunlight. So it adapts and matures until it's perfectly ripe. This is a very particular type of rocky soil. The rock easily fractures into shards. Wait a minute. See how the shards break off? Humidity is preserved between the different layers of rock. We do in-depth irrigation here so that the layers can absorb the water. The vines grow deep root systems between the rocks to reach the water. This gives the wine certain mineral notes, while the climate contributes the more expressive, more floral notes. Thank you very much for the tour, Andres. It's been a pleasure, Francois. Thanks. Have a good trip. And now I'm going over there. Okay, enjoy. Now I'll reach the top to have another view of the vineyards. It's quite surprising, you'll see. A true tourist attraction in itself, the cable car of Vina Santa Cruz makes it possible to get up to a spectacular viewpoint overlooking the Colchagua Valley. A visit which, as so often in Chile, ends up facing a magnificent landscape. Before discovering other valleys on the wine route, there's one stop I really wanted to make in this country, though. It's discovering a Chilean rodeo. Next to the little town of Curacabi, to the west of the capital, well, this weekend, there's a competition, so I get there. My first meeting with the Chilean cowboys takes place in the paddock. It's a little bit like being backstage before they enter the scene. The Wassos, sort of Chilean cowboys, perpetuate a tradition going 400 years back. More than a sport, it's a family meeting, where all generations gather together to share their love for horses. To be honest, I find it quite hard to understand the rules. And then you understand that this sport is first of all a demonstration of how you guide the cattle. For the two horsemen, the rodeo consists in controlling a cow along the arena for three rounds. And according to the manner, they lose or gain points. It seems so easy when they explain it to you. And very quickly, I get caught in the game. We're in the middle of a Western movie. I mean, a film by John Ford, it's great. I'm expecting to see Dean Martin and John Wayne any minute. It's great. I've been invited by the Chilean cowboys, that is to say the Wassos, to come and share the asado. Follow me. Hello. Oh, it smells good. It's good meat. The smell is everywhere. Wonderful. It's so tender. Falls apart. May I? Of course. Help yourself. You'll see how tender it is. 
Tell me, what are you drinking? It's a typical Chilean drink called jote. Jote. Quite unusual. When we don't want to drink wine full strength, we just add some cola. Try. I have to say this is a first. It's very sweet. It reminds me of sangria. That's right. It sure does. Cheers. 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 To the rodeo. The rodeo. To the Chilean rodeo. I move along, fascinated by these cowboys who have managed the unthinkable. Make me drink a mixture of soda and wine. On the wine roads, from a documentary series directed by Eric Michaud with Luna Sands and François Montagu. Sound editing, Agathe Leroux and Guillaume Sulpi. And mixing, Thomas Gabriel. Music by My Music Library and Angle, the An Interscope Production.